I'm Jordy. And I'm Juliet. And this is Diaper Baggage, a podcast that shows you how to get rid of the mom guilt. On this week's episode, we reveal mom hacks we've learned while quarantined. Plus, we chat about some new favorite at-home purchases. Hi, Juliet. It's been a little while. Um, I feel like life has gotten a little crazy, but I feel like whenever I think about that, I just am like, eh, it's 2020. Like, that's what happens. Exactly. You know, I know we were trying to be super dedicated when we started this to doing it every other week, but you know what? Since I know everybody else out there listening is also a parent, like shit happens, right? Like, plus we're living through a global pandemic and unfortunately can't always make the time to, uh, to record every two weeks, but one day we'll get there. One day. What 2021's our year? Exactly. <laughs> Please. I, I've totally written off this year. This is a garbage year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just forget this one. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just good. Like, let's just forget 2020 ever happened. But I do miss you and I miss talking to you regularly about all things mom related, although I know we text back and forth often with uh <laughs> with mostly me asking questions because you're always a few years ahead me. Well, actually, but, we could um, put your question to to listeners, which is, does anybody have songs they love that aren't hanky-pankies? That was what you texted me today. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even a mom-related question. No. But yes, if anyone has any suggestions, I feel like I'm not good about setting my delicates aside. There are some that, yes, I like air dry, but my underwear, I just toss in with everything else. Um, and I'm always in like usually buildings that have like industrial washers. So they're just getting like torn to shreds. So all my like pretty lacy hanky pankies that I wear regularly cause they're super comfortable and they also happen to be cute are just like, there's holes in them. Like Ross literally was like, are you wearing crotchless panties? Because they just were like, <laughs> like ripped. Um, and not in like a sexy way. Like they were just like tattered crotchless panties. So I've been trying to look for new underwear that had that like mix of being still like sexy-ish with like some lace or some of the mesh detailing, but like something that I could wear every day. And I feel like what I found online is either, you know, like Everlane and Lively and these places make like really great underwear, but it just seems like super, super basic and comfortable. And then other things like Cosabella or, uh, you know, other underwear lines are like super sexy. So I'm just trying to find underwear that's somewhere in the middle. And maybe it's just a matter of going back and buying new hanky pankies. Um, but if anyone has any suggestions, I would love them. Something that's comfortable, but cute, um, is, is what I'm, is what I'm going for. But yeah. So yeah, that was the question. It had nothing to do with being a mom, <laughs> just, just being a woman who cute ass underwear and not crossing <laughs> but anyway, we are still surviving and feel like, I don't know. I feel like I've, I've really settled into what life is like now, like the new normal. It hits me every once in a while of being like, oh, right. I haven't seen you in months or my friends in months. And I found myself watching old episodes of sex. There's not new episodes of sex in the city, so they're all old, but episodes sex in the city like oh look at how great this the city is and people like in groups going outside and so I feel like I'm getting a bit nostalgic for the city and miss it I know same here we went back I think two weekends ago um just to you know 
check up on how everything was going. And it, I mean, it's not normal, right? Because things are still really quiet and everybody's masked up. And I think that was the weirdest part for me because being up here in upstate, it's so quiet and we don't see a lot of people that it's kind of easy to for not forget about it, obviously, but not at the forefront of your mind. But when you, you know, walk into Union Square or you're in the grocery store picking something up and, you know, just having to constantly be aware of where you are in relation to other people, it really sort of drives the point home. So that's definitely something I think we're going to have to get used to when we move back um, in September uh, for obviously start school. But, you know, in other ways, we walked to the East Village and we got really delicious pizza at Emmy Squared. And then we walked to Van Leeuwen and got ice cream. And just, it was a really beautiful weekend in the city weather-wise. And, you know, went to Washington Square Park and ate at a bunch of our favorite restaurants. And Avi got to see some of her friends. And um, that was really nice. And, you know, I think some people have been in quarantine and decided like, oh, you know what, I'm moving out of whatever urban area I live in. I want a house. I want a backyard. And I think for me, as, as much as I've enjoyed having a bigger kitchen and more space in a yard, like this is not the life for me <laughs> full time. Like I am, yeah. I'm an urban person. I look very much forward to getting back to New York and, um, you know, just can't wait till that vaccine rears its head and and things can, you know, really start getting back to true normalcy. I remember like stressing back in like April or May if we should renew our lease because we weren't sure if we were going to be back in like June or August. And it's like, June or August of 2021, maybe. Exactly. (laughs) I know. It's wild when you think about the way we were thinking about things in March. And it was its own sort of stressful because there were so many unknowns. But yeah, for sure. I was like, well, well, we'll probably be back by like end of May, beginning of June. And you know, now it's yeah. Like, I thought maybe another birthday party with everyone. You know, in June, but exactly, alas, alas, it did not happen. Well, that sort of leads us into our first segment yes. this week. Jordy and Juliet's top ten. We were trying to think of things that we could talk about because you know a lot of the things that we do at we used to do like travel and I don't know other life things are just not happening right now. So we sort of looked at where we were at and where we're at is very much like at home with our kids and being like very heavily involved in the mom life because there's like really no social life. So we thought we could do a top 10, a top 10 everyday mom hacks that we've learned while in quarantine. Um, and I don't know, these are just like little tips that I've never had to think about before. You know what I mean, Juliet? Like in the city, there's just like, there's so many options to get things done that I feel like I outsourced a lot. And so like now having to be around Wilder all the time and being in a home and like not being able to get as much takeout or go out to eat, just like I'm much more self-sufficient. So these are definitely hacks that I'm going to carry through once I go back to normal life. But there's certainly things I wouldn't have learned otherwise, I think. So with that said, do you want to kick it off with your first tip? Sure. Heck? Well, and I have to say, Jordy, also that you, all of your tips are so amazing. We were texting about this and I was like, I don't have anything. And then you were like, well, what about this thing you told me and that thing you told me? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. Jordy for, for realizing that I too have, have come up with some mom hacks while this has been going on. Um, so I'd say my, my first tip and probably my 
most used tip is that um, we've definitely been sort of batch cooking more than we ever did in the city. So part of that is just because we have a bigger fridge here um, and a bigger kitchen. Mm -hmm. Cooking is a lot more enjoyable. Um, But I've also realized like if I'm going to make a huge batch of bolognese, like while I don't mind eating that for like five days in a row, it's probably more exciting to maybe have, have it that night and then maybe have leftovers one night and then freeze it. And then like a week from now or two weeks from now, when we're really tired and, and really don't feel like cooking anything, it's like, oh, we've got free sauce in the freezer. Or I will um, form scones unbaked and freeze them. Mm. Um, and then you can bake them one by one if you want. Because I was, you know, making oh, amazing. for 12 scones and then we're rushing to kind of try and finish them before they get stale or putting them in the freezer or whatever. But this way, you have a fresh one every time. And that um, I love it. My friend Allie Rosen, who is a cookbook author and a perennial scone baker, <laughs> <laughs> amazing, good friends to have. Yeah, that sort of leads me to my tips. Um, where I started on Sunday nights, making it pizza night for the family, and basically like whatever leftovers we have, I just pile it on top of the crust. So I'll go out like to Trader Joe's or something and pick up some pre-made crust. A couple of times I just bought dough and made the crust, you know, and use that as the crust, but the super, super simple ones. And I've always have like, I don't know, leftover roasted zucchini. This week I happened to have like uh, smoked mushrooms that I used in a recipe that I had leftovers. And I literally just like pile it on, get some vegan kale pesto sprinkle a little cheese and like that's dinner. It cleans out the fridge. It's having a delicious, yummy pizza every single Sunday. And it's super, super easy to make. Like, so I don't have to worry about dinner like the night before going into a busy work week. So that's been a little hack that I've learned. I love that. And I have to say, I have become way more aware of using up my leftovers since quarantine than I ever was before. Yes. I'm definitely like, I looked in the fridge and I was so proud of myself. And this is not a thought that I would have ever had. It was Saturday morning and we usually go grocery shopping on Saturdays. And I was like, there was literally like the perfect amount of emptiness in that fridge. (laughs) I was like, I had ordered the exact, you know, I'd gotten the exact amount of food. Everyone was satiated. I didn't have to make a second run, but there also wasn't like a ton of leftovers. I've gotten really good at buying because in the city, the grocery store was in our building. I could literally just like run downstairs, yeah. pick up something that I needed for a recipe and come back up. Like I don't have that as an option now. So right. I've gotten really good at, 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 sh- at grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah, I've had to learn to become way more intentional with it because yeah, we don't really want to go more than yeah. once a week if we can avoid it. For the longest time, we were just exactly. never buying enough milk. And finally I was like, you know what? We need an extra half gallon a week. <laughs> like <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It makes you a aware of it because you're not, it's not as easy just to run downstairs or, you know, run to the corner and pick it up or have Amazon fresh in two hours or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, also like I, I, I'm so proud of myself when I happen to just come across a dish that uses up some of the leftovers that I have. I never thought that Mm -hmm. would be satisfying. (laughs) Uh, what's your next hack? Um, okay. My next hack 
and again, like I'm sure people that aren't in cities are reading these being like, who are these bitches who don't know how to do well, anything? <laughs> I know. I know. I thought about that when coming up with this list. Yeah. These have, have been revelations for us. So I'm sure if you are an urban turned suburban quarantine mom, then you understand. Um, okay. So my second one is I hadn't really given Avi any chores until quarantine. It was definitely something I had planned to do. Um, but she turned four, I guess, like just the month before quarantine in February. So when we got here, I was like, okay, you know what? This is a good time to start getting her involved in the housework. And, um, you know, rather than giving her an allowance because she doesn't have anything to spend it on, um, I give her like a, a book every Sunday. Um, her chore book is what she calls it. And so her chore that she does now is she feeds the cats because they just, they don't like wet food. They only eat dry food. So it's very easy for her to do that. And so, um, so she's really good every day at five o'clock now. She, I mean, for a while we had to remind her, but now if she looks at the clock and she sees it's around five, she goes right over and she feeds them. And I also think it's good for their bonding because if they see that she's the one feeding them, then they'll know that she's also taking care of them. So I'm hoping that helps them yeah. love her more because <laughs> she can be a little rough with them. Um, so that's been nice. And I mean, I'm hoping as she gets older, you know, we start, we'll start having her do more and more things. I mean, like, look, I'm always trying to get her to clean her room and put her stuff away. Um, I'm, I haven't been super successful with that, but we're, we're, we're working on it. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Well, that sort of leads to a point that I've, or a hack that I've sort of learned. And I mean, Wilder's kind of too young for chores, you know, he'll clean up his toys and things when he's done what I ask him to, but we've started making chores a fun activity. So, you know, on Sundays when if we can't get, we'll go to the farmer's market and it will be a fun kind of outing to go and pick stuff. Or, you know, we needed, you know, we wanted some fresh fruit. So there's a, a you pick farm that's down the street, you know, that we'll go to and have Wilder pick his own blueberries. Um, and so we've tried to make things like that where it's like, okay, well, we need to go get fresh fruit somehow. So why not make it into something that's, fun, takes a couple of hours to do in the afternoon because there's not really much else we can do with him. We've kind of, you know, played in all the playgrounds, been outside, played with all the Legos. We've done it all. And it just kind of takes up a little bit of time and helps get some things done during the day. And even the other day, I needed to go to the grocery store. And I don't I, I don't like taking Wilder in places. He does wear a mask, but I just try to keep him out of places when I can. Right. But, you know, we went in the middle of the day. It was pretty empty. And he had a ball. Like, I was like, okay, what do we need for a salad? And he loved being like, we need peppers. And he would, and I'm like, which pepper do you want? And, you know, just making him part of the process. It was like, I'm just here because I need to get some, you know, some stuff to make a salad. And I let him pick the ingredients. And he had, he was said so much fun at the grocery store. So, you know, as he gets older, I feel like I want to try to incorporate things like that more and more. Um, so chores just don't like feel as much like chores and they can be, fun activities. So that's something that I've been trying to do. Um, and it just makes chores also more fun for me. You know, I love watching him pick some berries or, it's you know, so some peaches and get garden. It's, it's really cute. So hopefully we can continue that. Definitely. And it makes him, I'm sure feel proud that he's helping, you know? 
Oh, yeah. And he like eats all the blueberries before we get home. So we usually have to buy extra. <laughs> but yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. It's really fun. Um, uh, all right. What's your next hack? So obviously, I mean, look, I'm trying to be aware of my my carbon output, but let's be honest, we're trying not to go into a lot of stores and it's not like I can walk outside my door and walk into places the way we can in the city. So I've been ordering a lot of things online. <laughs> um, and so we have a lot of boxes. And when she was in Zoom school, it was great because they had them do a lot of sort of art with found objects. And so they were like, save all your paper towel rolls and your toilet paper rolls and your boxes and everything. And um, so I've sort of been, especially the ones that are bigger, we've really been saving and trying to think of creative reuse for them. Um, And it kind of kills two birds with one stone because one, like you're saying, like, I'm just looking for ways to fill some of these hours. Let's be honest. Like when it hits three o'clock and I've already run through an entire list of things that I thought we could do that would be fun. It's like, I got, I have to have some other stuff in my arsenal. So we built the cats, a cat condo out of like four boxes and um, I got her these really cool, they're tempera paint sticks. So they dry within mm. 90 seconds. Um, so the coverage is wow. like a paint, but it's in sort of like a glue stick form. And so um, I just put her out on the porch with a box and she colored the whole thing. And it wasted like an hour. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, I can't wait until last attention span for that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, and so, you know, or she'll climb in them and make them into a, a spaceship or whatever. So it's like the thing about this age is that they really are still so creative and so interested in, in sort of mundane things like that. Um, so I would say if you have a bunch of boxes around, like they can just throw a bunch on the floor and let your kid figure out what to do with them. And chances are they're going to have a good time for way longer than you thought they would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Wilder used like packing material that some wine bottles came in, and he was like, "Mommy, it's a bumpy road." I'm like, "Cool," and he would like bring his his cars over it and made a bumpy road. I mean, he doesn't have the attention span for an hour, but it, it gave me a good like fifteen twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, all right. Another hack that I learned, um is that I've started to place cleaning supplies in various locations throughout the apartment. So, and I actually read this on some mom blog who uh, a stay at home mom with three kids. And this was something that she did all the time. Cause people were asking, how do you keep the house clean? Um, and in the city, you know, we would keep it tidy, but we did have, you know, a, a housekeeper come, you know, once a month or twice a month and would take care of like kind of the deeper clean and so now, obviously, we don't have that. So I started keeping supplies in, like, the bathroom, obviously in the kitchen and different areas. So, like, if I take a shower or go to the bathroom one day, I just, like, do a couple quick spritzes, do a little Windex, wipe down the countertop. And it just, like, keeps things clean all the time. And I don't have to worry about, like, okay, this weekend when we finally have a couple hours free, I'm going to have to go through, dust all the counters, wipe everything down, clean the sink, clean the shower. I'm just kind of, like, doing it as I go. And Ross will help, too. Like, you know, 
if he's in the shower, he'll just kind of wipe down if there's hair or something in there and clean it out or dust off his desk or things like that. And it's just made cleaning not be such a daunting thing. And we really just, you know, once a week have to vacuum, which takes 15 minutes. So anyway, it's just a little thing that's helped keep the house tidy because we're so limited on on time and don't have any resources to help with that. That's on cleaning is on top of taking care of kids and working. So it's just made it a lot easier for me. I love that. (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of rooms, don't you have a bath tip? Yeah. So in our apartment, we don't have a bathtub. We just have a shower. Um, So that honestly is a huge pain in the ass with a kid. (laughs) It's doable. (laughs) Yeah. I recommend it. Um, You know, even like when she was little and she was still in the baby bathtub, I would have to take a bucket and fill it from the sink and then pour it into the baby bathtub. Or, I mean, I guess I could have filled it with the shower, but that just took longer. So um, that was a huge pain in the ass. Um, so at our house here, we actually have a proper bathtub, which is is wonderful. And so obviously like, for the first time – well, no, I mean, we've had the house for a while. But, like, you know, we've been here for months now. So she has um, so many bath toys now. And she's gotten really into bath bombs. And – Mm. I found like so many random ones online again, way too many packages. Um, but like these jumbo ones that have surprises in the middle. Um, and it's just been, I really like letting her take really long baths because honestly at the end of the day, if I'm just so drained and I can't think of, you know, a way to, to kill that last hour before bed, like she's so excited to, it helps her get into the bath faster because she's excited about the bath bonds. Um, but yeah, now she has Mm -hmm. toys and I just let her take a really long bath (laughs) and she's really happy hanging out and doing her thing. And, um, it allows me some time just to like sit in the bathroom with her and just like zone out. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, I did a a glow stick bath for a while tonight, just as like, and he was so excited. Like, it's not a struggle to get him to take a bath and you know, bring his trucks in and scoop water and dump water. And it does, it really like just helps like take the edge off at the end of the day when you're really like running on empty just to have that, like, yes, they're playing, but it's just, it's like much more calm play. Yeah. So I agree. Long baths, like super, super important. There was a period of time where Wilder hated taking a bath and it made like the nighttime so stressful. Right. And now that he's back into taking baths again, it really like just sets the tone for like the rest of the evening and it just makes it feel so much more relaxing. Um, so yeah, hopefully he'll, bath bombs are a good idea. I should try that with him too. Um, another thing. Okay. This is not really like a like practical hack. Well, it is, but in a more of an emotional way. So I, saw somewhere online. I think my sister sent it to me in a TikTok video. I'm not on TikTok. So if she sent it to me, I'm, I, I must've seen it. I'm not on TikTok yet, but basically a mom said, Oh no, she's a, she's a teacher. She said, she's a preschool teacher. And she said, don't tell kids what not to do instead, tell them what to do. So like if they're climbing on a table, don't say, don't climb on the table, say wilder feet on floor right? Like very quick, direct, 
very like quick directions using their name. And not that Wilder's like a bad kid or like super out of control, but it's been super helpful. And it's like a, a learning tool or like a learning hack or like a behavioral hack that I've learned while in quarantine where I've just said like Wilder, you know, fork on plate and he'll do it as opposed to like, don't do that Wilder, you know, and it's worked like a charm. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to try this. Yeah, it's like super like quick statement, use their name and tell them what to do as opposed to what not to do. Because when you tell them what not to do, they're hearing the thing like, right, you're, they're hearing climbing on table as opposed to feet on floor, right? Yeah. So it's really, it's really worked well. So again, it's not like a hack like cleaning supplies or cooking, but it's something that's worked really well um, emotionally, behavior-wise, and it just kind of reduces you know, stress levels for me, right? Because I'm not having to like battle with a two-year-old who's starting to have a lot of opinions. Oh, yeah. Um, It's just a a direction (laughs) and that he is following now and it prevents like any sort of, you know, tantrum or meltdown. So anyway, that's my hack. Probably is better for toddlers, but I'm sure it would work on four-year-olds, five-year-olds. I'm going to try it. Yeah, so you tell me. Tell me how how it goes. Um, All right, what's your last tip? Okay, so my last tip is um, that I, I mean, and look, we're all being honest here, right? I'm totally using the computer as a babysitter. <laughs> yep. So, um, yep. so there's a website called outschool.com, which is all oh, I've seen that. online classes for kids. And it was started before quarantine. Um, I think it was just a way for teachers all around the world, country, um, maybe to test out lessons or just to make a little extra money on the side. And it really runs the gamut. You can have a scientist that's teaching kids about taste buds or somebody doing just a normal preschool circle time or a reading class or Spanish or whatever. So somebody told me about it pretty early during quarantine. And it's great. Some of these classes you can sign up like at the hour before some of them are semester long or whatever. Um, and they've got a million different options on there. Um, and they're all really reasonably priced. And so um, those are such a lifesaver. If I just need like half an hour to catch up on emails, not like I can like be really writing an article while she's doing this. Um, but mm-hmm. she will just sit there and, you know, whatever, learn about her taste buds or learn some words in Spanish or whatever it is. And um, I can get some other stuff done. And it's incredible. Um, and what I haven't done yet, but I'm planning on trying it. And again, my, my friend Allie with the scones also gave me (laughs) this tip is she actually schedules zoom babysitting with her family. So she'll be like, all right, call, uh, call my son at 11 AM and you guys can play checkers or monopoly using so like you'll have the computer ipad obviously this isn't for like little little kids but for preschoolers um so they can be doing a game on an ipad or something and and then also on the screen together um so i love it and then she said she'll you know you can just go into the other um you know another room and 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 that works that's amazing i love that (laughs) 
hopefully one day, well, hopefully one day I won't, we won't be in quarantine, <laughs> but <laughs> it's good to keep in mind if you just need to get some shit done one day and don't have childcare, just call yeah. up, call up Jima <laughs> and exactly. see what she's up to. <laughs> uh, all right. My last, my last hack is pretty basic, but just something I never implemented before, but I tried to prep food for dinner in the morning now. So chop up some vegetables, you know, get anything that is labor intensive sort of out of the way in the morning because Wilder's eating breakfast then, he's in a good mood, he'll be playing. You know, Ross hasn't started work yet. I can just like easily chop up some things and get them ready to go. So in the evening, I can just really throw stuff together um, in just, you know, a few minutes, half an hour, as opposed to spending like an hour of prepping and everything, you know, to get it ready. So that's just a little thing that I started to do. I need to get even better about it, but it makes life so much easier. And it just doesn't feel like, oh my God, I'm spending an hour in the kitchen getting dinner ready. Um, it just spread out more evenly. And again, all about reducing some of the stress. <laughs> right. Well, cause chopping it, you know, thinking about starting to chop at like 5 PM, you're just like, Ugh, I can't do this. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is chop food at five o'clock. I don't mind throwing it in an oven, turn, you know, mixing some stuff up, getting a sauce going, but like I don't want to chop. I hate chopping. I hate chopping too. You know, when this is all over, we should take a knife skills class. Oh, yeah. I was going to take a, a whole like basic cooking class at the Culinary Institute of America before this all happened. And I was so excited because I was going to learn like really good, you know, Chopping skill, just like a lot of basics that I would love to know how to properly do. Was that the um, one you, so, you know, for a few weeks in a row or a different one? Uh, they have different versions. They have like one-day intensives. They have a couple, you know, multi-week ones. There's a different versions of it. I was just going to do a one-day intensive. But, um, you know, 2021. <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my to-do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's our top 10 list for this week. I, I, I like that one. This, I feel like I got some good tips from you uh, moving forward that I need to try to. Same. On our last segment for this week, we're changing things up a little bit because we just really wanted to get into those hacks. So we're going to keep the last little bit of this episode short, but we're going to do one of our favorite segments. Hashtag not an ad. Purchases have been very important to me over quarantine because there's not a lot happening in my life. So when I buy something, it like really, really makes me happy. <laughs> like when I, I, when I like, I'm buying things that are like really genuinely just like bring me pure, pure joy. <laughs> I'm not going out and like buying a ton of stuff, but when I, I'm like really thinking about the things that I purchase that are going to make me happy. And I like use the shit out of them. I love them so much. Um, like my Manny Me's that I talked about on, a, on an episode a couple of weeks ago, I've purchased more. I have used them. I have purchased them for friends. I'm obsessed. <laughs> so my hashtag not an ad this week is a pair of pajamas from a company called Lake. And they are amazing. I already have one pair of pajamas from them that Ross got for me for my birthday, maybe. I forget which what the occasion was. And they are so soft. I was just going to say, we mentioned that you're a huge pajama fan. Right. Uh, yes, I was going to say that too. If there's one article of clothing I love more than anything, it's pajamas. I love pajamas. I could 
buy I could have unlimited pajamas and still not have enough. Um, and quarantine is like the perfect time to be a pajama lover because you can wear them all the time. So, um, I purchased a new pair from Lake, uh, specifically the vintage long sleeve set in nautical blue. So it's a long sleeve top with shorts, which is something that I did not have in my arsenal of pajamas. I had short sets, I had long sets and the fabric is light. So it's like a perfect summer pajama, but also could very well transition into the fall because it just has like, you know, the long sleeves and they're so cute. They look like little vintagey pajamas from like the fifties or something. They're really simple, but have like a, a Navy piping on the, on the collar and on the edge of the shorts. And I like, will take a special shower before I wear these because they're so, they're so, they make me so happy. They're so soft and I love them. Anyway, Um, that's my hashtag, not an ad. That's amazing. So Avi has a pair from this company and weirdly enough, I just ordered my first pair tonight, like totally unrelated. This is why we're friends. Um, So (laughs) I can't wait to, to just luxuriate in them. Yes. And you remember how I said earlier that I don't do very well with taking care of my delicates. These have not touched a dryer. They sit out, they dry in the air. And I, I, they, they, they are very well taken care of and they should be, they're like a hundred dollars so. <laughs> for pajamas. I love my pajamas. It's important in these times. Yeah. So what's your hashtag not an ad for this week? Okay, so um, as we've talked about in the past, both of us are big suckers for Instagram algorithm ads. (laughs) So um, my latest one that I fell prey to is a company called Smurfy, um, and they make custom Mm. child and baby portraits. Um, So basically, you can upload any photo onto their website, and then they have a graphic designer that basically turns the photo into an illustration of sorts. Um, we'll have to, we'll post a link. In oh, I think the, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. So they post a link in our, sorry, we will post a link on our Instagram. Um, and, uh, and they're really cute and very stylized and like very 2020, just in terms of the, the style of it, you know? Um, but they're really inexpensive. I mean, I got um, the medium-sized one, um, which I don't know my inches very well, <laughs> but it's a great wall <laughs> size. Um, and it was only 100 bucks framed, um, you know, and it's totally custom. And they send you a proof before it goes to print. So if there's anything that you don't like, you can let them know. So they sent me um, a proof within like less than a week. Um, and they asked what I thought of it and I said, it looks great, except her eye color is off. And so then they came back a few days later and, uh, they said, how does this look? And it looked great. And then, um, it just arrived and it's so cute. And actually I'll take a picture of the one of Avi so you can see what it looks like. Um, but I, I showed it to my mom over FaceTime and she was like, I need one of those now. You have to go get me one. So I just ordered a second one tonight. (laughs) Um, but I really, good, um, you know, first birthday gift or grandparent gift or something like that. And, um, the fact that it can come framed or unframed too, I guess, 
um, I thought was really great. And the price point is accessible um, and they're super cute. Awesome. Yeah. I want, you have to send it to me. I can't wait to see it. hundred percent. That's it for now. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you on the next episode of Diaper Baggage. 